So please, Avengers, don't sue us. We don't have money. <laughs> that stoners will be stoned. And then the car just floors it, and it's just... It gets, like, the hell out of there real fast. It crosses like a medium. Remember how I explained there's a difference between... Oh, haunted house scream, and a, I am about to die scream. Well, I believe that this is more of a I'm about to die scream. Michael kicks the door, the driver's side door open, hits the gun. She flips it around and blows her own brains out. I'm like, are you kidding me? No problem, Ryan Reynolds. Anything for you. Empowering herself with the power of penis. Yes, yes, it's very weird. If you are in a haunted house that has the walls covered with oil, that should be a red sign. This is a haunted house, not a goddamn O'Reilly's Auto Parts. This can only be one of two things. It's either a video game world, kind of like GTA, or it's Detroit. Yeah, when you turn on the serial killer that you were interviewing for your news reporting TV show, yeah, you're kind of fucked. Honestly, there's uh, nothing I like about being here at this hotel, let alone having something I like most. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Tyler's Thursday Takes. And today is the last episode of Tyler's Thursday Takes. Covering Hell House. Oh, that's right, I got you all there. Probably thought that I was uh, canceling the show Unfortunately for you, it is not that easy. As you see, today is the last day that we will be reviewing the Hell House series. We are reviewing the third one, Hell House LLC 3, Lake of Fire. It has a 5.2 IMDb rating on IMDb. It is an hour and 25 minutes long. It is not rated. It came out in 2019, and it does appear that a lot of the cast has not come back for this. You have... A couple of them in Brian David Tracy, who played Andrew Tully, and Theodore, holy fuck, Balowskis as Robert Leons. Of course, you have Danny Bellini coming back as Alex, and you have <clears throat> Adam Scheider as Mac. Besides that, you're basically coming in with a whole new cast and crew of people, none of which I think are you know, Transformers, but, you know, that's a whole other story. But that's enough of this. Of course, it's directed by Steven Cognetti again. This is a Shudder exclusive, so if you do not have Shudder, good luck finding it. It's a pain to try to find. But it won a Fright Meter Award for Best Editing, so... Uh, like I said, my, my remembrance of this is that it just kind of goes downhill the more hell houses you get into it. So let's see if the lake of fire is actually worth it or not. And of course we start off in the movie saying that they were going to tear the terrible hotel down where everybody keeps dying, but apparently it was purchased right before it was torn down because convenience. So basically, the reason that Russell Wynn has purchased this hotel is so he can open up this game show called Insomnia, where it's supposed to bring in a whole bunch of people, but as we learned from the previous movie, it's not bringing in anybody. They just have this here so they can bring in people to kill them and murder them. So you win, death. 
Oh my god, and they have this really crappy, like, visual effects static cutting in and out. It's just cheesy and bad. Like, I can do it in Premiere Pro right now if I wanted to. Of course, the fucking UK actor dude hasn't heard shit about the history of this. And thank you so much for putting in the loud shouting shit from the second movie. I'm so happy that you did this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ha. <laughs> And it has the stupidest fucking, like, trailer before the movie. Like, look, I understand you want this to kind of be part of a documentary and all that. But this is just... I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I just feel like it's it's going way too much into the TV show side than it is anything else. The founder of Wind Media Group an entrepreneur that made his first million by 25 and has since been building a media empire along with his hit live-action interactive shows. Russell took his love of promenade theater and poured it into a passion project called Insomnia, an interactive and dark performance piece that has received overwhelming love from the press and audience members. I've been granted full, behind-the-scenes access to the set of Insomnia in its very new location. Russell Wynn, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. The man who is allowing more people to die in this hotel because everybody keeps going into the place where people die. It seems like a great idea. I thought I saw something. Did I lose you guys again? What? What's going on? What are you guys looking at? Abaddon ice. That's what we call it. Everybody feels like they saw something out of the corner of their eyes or just felt like they were being watched. Happens to all of us. Just our imaginations messing with us. The Abaddon eyes. I.e. the eyes that are going to see what is going to murder you because... Because, yay. Don't trust your lying eyes. Um, if you've ever seen the show The Office, anyone? Okay, well, we're like that camera crew, just uh, catching everything. I hated The Office. It's pretty. Yeah. All right, they're a pretty difficult group to keep focused. So. <laughs> yes, let's go. Another person dislikes The Office like me. Yeah, we're just gonna be like The Office. I can't wait for them to drop their fucking chili all over the goddamn thing. Don't, don't ask me. How I know about these references, if I've never seen, I, I don't like the show The Office, it's because everybody deep throats The Office. <laughs> so that's my rant about The Office. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, so we get our first quote-unquote experience of the Abaddon eyes, where he shows this footage, and he, he goes to show her the footage, but like, whenever you show somebody footage, there's a lot of clicking on the mouse, but he's over here just typing and stuff like that. And so, because of that, this is already ridiculous. But yeah, they show this little audio clip where you can kind of see somebody off in the distance. So, Abaddon eyes. About the hotel reopening in a few weeks? How do you feel about that? I told Russell it's a mistake. And what did he say? Uh, he hired me. Huh. Good. Excellent. <laughs> he got hired. But hey... We also now understand the whole reasoning behind the S parta porta, or wherever you say it, I don't know Latin. Here in Abaddon has said over and over, est aperta porta. Wait, what is that? It's uh, Latin, I think. What does it mean? Do you know? 
The gate is open. That's right. Yes, the gate is open for everybody to die. Everybody is going to die. Yes, that's right. porta means the gate is open because, of course, that's what it is. And I just, so far, this movie has been like 80% the old movies and 20% the new movies because they just keep showing tons and tons of clips of the old ones. So, um, Hell House 3 is basically just a compilation of Hell House 1 and 2. Oh, this is weird. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's funky looking. Look. On me. BD? Hmm. it. <laughs> they find Brian Davies planchard out in the field behind it, and they're just like, oh, fuck it, and they throw it off into the field. <laughs> that was dope. So now they're trying to go on with rehearsals now about how this weird-ass show is going to go on. Why? I don't care how much people dare you to do something. If you're going to go into the murder house, you're an idiot because they're all having their bonfire behind the fucking place. And they go, I'm going to go into the murder house because that seems like a great idea. Fucking idiots. Yay. Peer pressure for the win. All right, that's about as raunchy as I'm gonna get. So yeah, one of the actresses, of course, decides to go into the basement, and there was this one cool scene that I I didn't play it because it's not an audio thing, and the audio they play on it would have just been terrible here, but she turns around the camera to look at herself before she goes into the basement, and she's in the bar area, and everybody who's died in that hotel is behind her, which looks really dope, and so she goes into the basement, and that's how you hear, that's how you hear the whole because she kisses one of the clowns and then the uh, the you know the the main one that kind of has the bloody eyes and everything it basically so the whole point that it was so spooky in the original hell house is cuz you never really saw it moving but you see its head turn like at her while she's moving away and his head was turned when she pulled away from the camera and it's just like uh it's just so I don't know. We'll just see how the rest of it goes. And so now, one by one, each of the cast members are starting to see all the Abaddon eyes. And so the makeup artist sees... Oh, man. Sees Sarah and basically flips her shit and runs out. And I don't see how she's going to keep this stuff. And... It it makes no sense makes no sense how everybody has all this foot well whatever we'll see how it goes hey um i'm sorry to interrupt but just talking about isabel um we got her camera back but the card is missing um do you guys know anything about that what card 
The memory card that goes in the camera. We can't get any of the footage off of it. <sighs> Shit, we better find that. This is so bad. So they say that the person who left, like, immediately, she was taking Instagram photos and stuff, and she kept catching stuff that you could see in the background. And, you know, in all these ghost photos and shit like that, it's always like, oh, well, you can kind of put out a face. There's, there, They just have the previous actor standing in the background of the pictures. Like, What? It, it literally just looks like some dude was photobombing it and it's like these aren't ghost photos this is just somebody standing behind you all difficult or crazy or all the other sexist shit that men say about women in the workplace i get it i mean jesus i've only had this job a few months i really i i can't screw it up because i saw something that i couldn't explain just hell no believe me i get the situation you're in but you and i saw that video that was real, and I got your back on that. I do not want to be told that I cannot cook as well as all the other girls, okay? As, and all the sexist shit that they say about men in the workplace. So I am not going to leave this restaurant while this guy's trying to stab me. Because I will not be defined by my genitals. Never. I am strong and independent. What a guy that Jeff. What the? Lights up, lights up. Hey, are you okay? So, of course, now even the big gay guy is starting to get affected by it, which I was really looking forward to and be like, oh my god, fuck this shit. I am going straight back up to New York. I will not stay in this boom hick fuck town. That would have been fun, but instead he's just like, what the fuck? Okay, nobody needs to fucking touch me. I can say that again. That's nice, but you're never leaving here. You know that, right? What do you mean? <laughs> because, silly. He's coming. And you're all going down. Hey, Gregory, we, uh... Hi, so, yeah, you don't get to see who Gregory is talking to, but... Uh, it's supposedly Sarah, and if it tells me I'm going to hell, and then I turn around, and she's gone, by the way, by the time they come around this corner, if that happens to me, it's straight up dip time, like, I'm not staying, this is ridiculous. I don't understand. Yeah, but you could film the dress rehearsal and have the same effect. What are you talking about? You said that Louie and I have full access. Sure, but I think you should pick another night. <laughs> Russell, what is going on? Nothing. Really nothing. You expect me to leave that? So, uh, can I get anything else for you? Again, if the guy who bought the hotel and who is running it is telling you not to come on opening night or don't show up opening night, don't show up opening night. Okay? Let's not do that. That doesn't sound like a great idea, but we're gonna fucking do it anyways because plot, I guess, maybe. As of tonight at midnight, He's liquidating all of his assets, and he's instructed me to disperse them to suitable charities. Thank you. Congratulations. Mr. Billionaire is going to kill himself because he's going to open up the gates of hell. But hey, he's liquidating all his assets to like St. Jude and stuff like that, so um, kind of noble. 
kind of weird that it seems like he's also going to try to open the gates of hell at the same time. I am one million percent confused, but we'll see why he is deciding to do this. I don't see why he wants to just send people into the gates of hell. Wow, way to go, Miss Reporter Lady. She broke it to the news, and it plays on the main TV in the hotel because, wow, of course she would fucking drop that and absolutely just pull all this right now. Yeah, it's gone. What are you scared of ghosts? What are you scared of? Okay. I'm just saying that there are, you know, there are logistical concerns. He's essentially an expert, okay? He saw everything that Hell House filmed. What do you want to do? You want to go in blind? Do you want to lead the way to the basement? Obviously not. Max, easy on the drinks. Keep them so they show footage of the quote-unquote original Hell House. They're all like eight years older now, so they look nothing like how they did in the original. So you're kind of ruining the immersion. But you see, you see Mr. Russell Wynn sitting two tables over, just chilling in his fucking Pharrell hat. And then they show the next two people. I can't remember their names because it's not really worth it but it was the reporter lady who took the other one and she was ended up being killed in the house you know the one who went with Mitchell and I think her name was Jessica Fox and he is walking into the restaurant as they are leaving and it's pretty easy to notice him because of his massive scar <laughs> but maybe you know maybe he just really likes to go to different restaurants you know you can't blame him for that Maybe he's just a connoisseur of hole-in-the-wall restaurants. This is a weird reality game show thing. They all wear masks, act like they don't actually exist there. But instead, they just kind of follow this immersive play. And of course, everything keeps malfunctioning now. So, so far there's been zero death counts in this. I feel like it's going to be like the last one, and they're just going to try to... They're kind of trying to zip it up as much as they can. Run that run that count up as high as they can in the last final minutes. Oh boy, was I right on that trying to catch up on the death count thing. Enjoy this montage of them literally killing everybody. I lost count after 15.
So yeah, I'm pretty sure you get the picture. Everybody just starts dying left and right. They're slitting throats. They're killing people. And it all culminates with the main woman. I forgot her name for a second. Give me two seconds. The main lady, Vanessa. Yes, I was going to say Veronica or something like that. <clears throat> she ends up going down into the basement for whatever reason, getting dragged down there by the hooded people. She gets stabbed. All these people are stabbed and killed. And Andrew Tully's sitting there, and he's like, Who do you think you are? What are you doing? And Russell Wynn, like, phase shifts to him. And they have a god fight? Who are you? You can't stop this. You can't stop her. So yeah, they pretty much have a god fight in the basement of the hotel. And everyone comes back to life at the end. Everyone's just chilling. They're like, I thought I died. And they're like, I thought I died too. And they had this grand explanation of, well, you know, Russell Wynn died for two minutes in the car crash. And he came back. And it takes an angel to close the gateway. What happened to us? What happened to Russell? Thought I died. You did. Russell brought us back. How? It was the car crash. That's why he was here. What a lot of people don't know is that Russell essentially died twice. Uh, no, we knew about the car crash. Everybody, everybody knew that. It's how he got his scar. What we didn't know was that supposedly Russell was legally dead for two minutes. You can't go public with that. I don't think warning Miss Teresa's going to show any of this. I guess you could say he went to the other side and came back. If you believe in that stuff. Do you believe that story? About Russell dying in the car crash? I mean, if you had asked me a few months ago, I would have said no. But I was reminded of something that Father Paula said in our first interview. No man could close the gateway. It would take an angel from God himself. So, yep, St. Russell Wynn brought everyone back. So, basically, Russell Wynn got in this car crash. God sat him down and went, hey, look, look, look. So, there's this hotel in rural New York. And it's really making me look bad. So, I'm going to need you to take care of this, okay? Like, I'm going to have you go down there. You're going to have this weird God fight with this bald dude. But trust, trust me, it'll be all right. But I need you to go take care of this if you can do that. And Russell Wynn, I guess, was just like, yeah, sure, God. So this is me and I get to go back for a little bit. It's like, yeah, you, you can. <laughs> Have fun with it. So basically, Russell Wynn saves everyone. He brings everyone back who died there, except for the original and the second crew. Because they have this like fan service thing at the end where the original crew is there. 
which kind of sparked this whole thing. Like, this wouldn't have been possible without them, and I guarantee you this is a nod to them. And basically, they just have to accept that they're stuck in the hotel, and they're dead. But they're like, oh, we'll go have drinks. Pretty funny they didn't have the second group there, because I guarantee you they couldn't get anybody to come back. One of which I know they couldn't get to come back, because it would have been really weird for them to show up in show up in heaven or purgatory, wherever this is. And David, the cameraman, is like, Hello, guys. I lost my penis. God, what am I doing? So, yeah, they have that little nod there at the end. And that's that's basically the movie. Why don't we just go ahead and hop right on into this review? Alrighty, for Hell House 3... Sorry, let me get the entire name for you. Hell House LLC 3, Lake of Fire. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a mouthful there. Let's remember, IMDb gave it a 5.2 out of 10. We are going to go ahead and hop right on into our take on this. So the plot on this, I went ahead and gave it a 2.5. Initially, my plot wasn't going to be too high. It seemed... Oh, we're just trying to get people into the house, or like, what's going on here? And so basically, at the end, it made sense. Like, the reason why he bought it, it was a little weird that he was an angel and everything, but, I mean, it gave reason to the plot. So I really think that they did a pretty decent job on that. Acting in this was much, much, much better than the second. I went ahead and gave it a 2. Uh, I don't feel like there were any weak characters really in this. Everyone kind of played to their part really well. And that's why I'm giving them a 2. It wasn't mind-blowing, but they, you know, they did they did their job. They did what they were being paid to do. Cinema, and this is what really frustrates me on this one. It won an award for best editing. <laughs> this won an award for best editing. I give it a 0.5 because it was so bad. It like, especially in the God fight between Andrew Tully and Russell, they have the cheesiest falling away brick with fake fire you've ever seen in your life. And they have bricks falling in front of it. Like it's something you get out of an app. Like it's so bad. So for this to win a prize for best editing, what was the competition? Was it my UIL competition? Because I, I, I feel like my editing was even better than that. And I only had 45 minutes to work on mine. You had like a whole four months or so. To just sit there and sit down and edit it. So as you can tell my editing score is not going to be very high. I give it a 0.5. Because it's just god awful. Mainly because I can't give it too much less than a 0.5. I'm not trying to go completely out of the ordinary here. And then we get to our bonus points. For the bonus points I'm going to give it a 0.5 they kind of had a callback at the end where they had all the original cast from the original movie yes they're older and they look different now but it's a nice little callback kind of like a nod to if it wasn't for the original movie being so good where it kind of spawns these last two it never would have happened so they are really paying homage to the group that helped them with that. And I think that's really cool. So we want to go ahead and add all this together. We have the 2.5 for the plot. We have the 2 for acting, which is putting us at a 4.5.
we have the 0.5 for the editing and then the 0.5 for the bonus leaving it at a solid 5.5 which brings us to a 0.3 rating above the IMDB rating and a 0.5 underneath my original rating for the original Hell House. This is definitely a lot better than the second. It kind of redeemed it on the way out. It gave a reasoning to the plot. The second, the second was a mistake. <laughs> Steven Cognetti, you should have just let that one be. You shouldn't have tried to make that one because it, it, you really just kind of shot yourself in the foot on that one. But, you know, sometimes it, it's like that. I feel like they they fumbled the bag, but they picked it up and got a good gain out of it with this last one. I feel like they were able to turn it around. Of course, it wasn't the smash hit that the original one was, but, and I say smash hit, it wasn't a smash hit. It was a good unknown movie that surpassed expectations. The editing on this was not good. You You kept, like, all the worst parts from the second movie, you added your own crappy little visual effects things in there that were just as annoying to listen to. But I feel like this is the nice little bow on top. The Hell House original was the gift inside. Hell House 2 was the crappy cardboard box that you used to put it in that's from your old Amazon package that you just kind of had laying around. And this third one's the nice little bow that you bought from the Dollar Tree and stuck on top. It looks nice. It's nothing great, but it's makes it look a little bit better. So that's been my review for Hell House LLC 3 Lake of Fire. Once again, I gave it a 5.5 out of 10. And we are ending with a total death count of 1. <laughs> Literally just a death count of 1. Because the only person to actually die in this movie is the Saint Angel himself, Russell Wynn. Because everybody else was brought back to life. Absolutely everybody. Not a single person died. So that's really weird to kind of wrap in there and think about. But yeah, death count of one. We had a 5.5 out of 10. And this is believed to be the ending of this entire series. The nice little bow and hopefully everything just kind of falls into place now with this one. So now that we have reviewed this week's movie, I am sorry if there's been any parts of this that have been a little bit lackluster. I have been dealing with a little bit of a headache. And I know a lot of you are probably like, get over it, Tyler. It's a headache. You see, I'm a wuss, but my head hurts. It makes my life difficult. <laughs> But hopefully, y'all get to listen to this and enjoy it, at least somewhat. I did try to put a little bit more effort into this series. Hopefully, maybe maybe this can be like my own little category. I'll have my own little Hell House trilogy category. But like I said, if you want to watch this, it is a Shutter exclusive, which means you can watch it on Prime Video. You can even watch it on AMC Plus if you want to. But go ahead and check it out if you want to. It's not going to be the smash hit that the original one was. But if you enjoyed the Hell House series, I feel like you can watch this and kind of give it a nice little closing statement that you had. So thank you to everybody who has tuned in to listen. 
to the Taiwanese listeners who are still out there. If you are, I greatly appreciate you stopping by and listening. And to everyone else, thank you once again for stopping by. I know it's a little bit annoying having this come out a day late, but thank you for sticking with me and my headaches. And I am very grateful to everybody. So once again, if there's a creepy house in the middle of New York that keeps killing people, don't go into it for your Facebook Live. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. I'll see you next week. I play Mephistopheles, um, my friend Lazy Susan. She's my partner in crime. It's really cool. Would you mind if we actually turn that off, though, while we're doing the interview? It's just kind of loud. It's messing with the audio. Is that okay? Sure. Thank you.